Hello and welcome to my podcast, God Over Drugs Ministry, Season 5, Episode 2, Mi Vida Loca. This is going to be Part 1 of 5. In Season 5, I'm going to really focus on my past, as you saw already with the first episode. I'm going to focus on my past and give you about five testimonies. This is going to be one of five that I've actually been through. And I feel it's imperative to do this now with the holidays coming up, with Christmas, with New Year's coming up. And people tend to drink during those times. And unfortunately, it's one of the highest times that there's DUIs and crashes and people get killed. And I just want to, through my life, try to guide you and help you and how God got me out of all of that and how God saved me for this specific reason, to have this ministry to help others. I know that's why I survived everything that I have survived. So please, please pay attention to season five and hopefully it can help open your eyes on just how much God saves us and how he protects us. And why? So, uh, episode two, Mi Vida Loca, part one of five testimonies. My crazy life. Looking back at who I was in the past leaves me speechless and so ashamed that I allowed myself to be drunk and falling and all over the place. The sad part is that I paid for the alcohol that made me make a fool of myself. But that's how I handled stress at the time and pain and abandonment by drinking myself to a drunken stupor. All it did was make things worse for myself, for my family, and for my life. I got into three very life-threatening car accidents And on one incident, I flipped the car three times after I flew into a ditch, hit it, and flipped over three times, smashing the top of the car in that led to the sun visor falling off and the rod from the visor went into my head and it happened to go into the main artery in my brain. I was upside down, unable to move with the rod in my head upside down and the seatbelt was bent so I was unable to buckle it. I managed to pull my head back and the rod came out after a few tugs. However, once it was completely out, the whole window was covered in blood. The rod had gone inside my main artery in my brain. So, blood was shooting out of my head with the vein visible. I somehow managed to get out of the seatbelt. The door was smashed and bent from flipping over and over and over so many times. But I managed to kick and kick until the window was broken, enabling me to get out. And I was able to get my friend out as well. She suffered a knee injury which I'm grateful she didn't get hurt anymore. I sustained the majority of it. I noticed 
a lot of lights to my far left, about a mile and a half away. I got my friend and we walked to the house. It was a small little neighborhood. The accident happened in the back roads of Fireball, California in October. I decided to go through the back roads since I was drunk and high, driving fast in all the curves and there was no sign for this upcoming curve and by the time I saw it, I slammed on the brakes and skid from the black ice. I was driving fast so we flew into a ditch, hit it and flipped over three times onto the road. But by the grace of God, we survived. We walked about a mile and a half into this little small neighborhood. By then, I had blood spurting out of me, shooting like a water gun with a force from my brain. We made it to the first house and a beautiful elderly woman and her husband opened the door and right away they let us in and covered my head with a towel and wrapped it tight to try to stop it from bleeding. She called my family. She called the, the, the ambulance. She called the police. And within minutes, my family was there, as well as a helicopter came to airlift me to the trauma center. I was praying I mean, I can remember it as clear as day right now. I was praying to God, let me live, Lord. I'll change. I'll never drink again. Please, God. I kept hearing the people, the paramedics in the helicopter telling my mom, she's not going to remember you. That's been too, many, too, too much loss of blood after 10 minutes from that type of artery, losing the blood after 10 minutes. They're usually a vegetable. She's not going to remember you. Just pray. So, uh, so God, he saved me. He did save me. And I didn't keep my promise. They had already told my mom, like I said, even the doctors that due to the injury I sustained and the loss of blood from the main artery in my head, odds were I would be a vegetable. And I would not remember anyone or anything. But our Lord and Savior, amen. Our Lord and Savior had other plans. He saved my life. And I didn't deserve it. I was not worthy. I spoke, walked, and remembered everything. I did come out of it with a fractured neck, fractured back. I had to sleep on a board for a few weeks. But I was okay. Our Lord and Savior did his part. Even though I lied and didn't do mine. That's the beautiful Lord that we serve. I'm a living miracle. And even though I, I didn't keep my promise to God, he saved me. And not just once, but many, many times. I have had a crazy life. It's mi vida loca. All my life. One thing after another. And not because of God. And I'm not blaming God. It was all by my choice. Not God's. So many blame God. And he did not make you or put you in the situation. You did it.
I did it to myself. All the lies I've told God that I promised and promised I would never. But the first chance I had, I did it again and again and again with no remorse or care. Not caring about the outcome, just living in the here and now and caring only about myself. I was ignorant. I was selfish. I was prideful boastful, doing what I wanted, when I wanted. I have been stabbed three times in my life over the most ridiculous things and over recognition and pride and grudges of different cities being rivals, fighting over who's the best fighter. It was ignorant and ridiculous. I am so blessed to be forgiven and that God utilized me and made all my wrongs into examples of what not to do and I don't mind it one bit I'm so honored to be able to glorify God and spread the gospel everywhere giving my testimony to anyone who listens praying that through my trials someone will have a change of heart and follow God and change their life or or save their child from being abused and neglected and hurt and also abandoned let me give my testimony or should i say testimonies and hopefully you will open your eyes and stop what you're doing i give it all to god everything and i honor him so much he has saved my life multiple times he saved my son's life he saved my daughter's life he saved my grandbaby's life we've all been through horrific experiences and god has taken us out he has reached out when we were in the deepest ocean suffering and struggling and hurting reached his hand out and grabbed each and every one of us out You can have that too. You just have to believe. So don't ever think that what you're doing now is going to affect your relationship with God. Cuz he doesn't care. You're the one. I'm the one that he uses for things like this. He fixes the broken, the lost, the abandoned, the addicted. He fixes us, the neglected, the molested. He fixes everything. He will change your heart and your life forever and ever. But you got to have faith and you got to believe. Find a church that is a Bible-based church. Find one, walk in there. have a fellowship with the other brothers and sisters with your pastor get to know them so that you're surrounded by positive people and if you feel that you're being judged or looked upon or frowned upon that's not your church i've been blessed to have two great churches in my life that have changed my life and currently i go to remnant church in madera 
And I know that at any time I can ask any one of my brothers and sisters, my pastor and the first lady for anything. And they're there for me at any time. Praying with me at any time. And that's what you need. You need to surround yourself with positive influences, positive people. You need to get to the root. We all have a root. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, I just love the feeling. Oh, I just love how I felt. No, there's a root as to why you did it and you stayed stuck. There's a root to it. Something had to have happened for you to stay stuck. You may not want to admit it. It may be buried so deep inside of you that you don't know. Because I'm still dealing with stuff and I've been saved for four years. But God healed me. He's healing me one root at a time. And that's all I can ask for. Everything I'm doing here and now, I get no monetary, nothing, no money, no anything. But I get the satisfaction I know of, of knowing that through my testimony, maybe it's going to change just one of my listeners' life. Maybe it's going to save your life from getting in that car and driving drunk. Maybe it's going to save your life from walking away from a fight before you get stabbed. That's my gratification. That's my reward. I don't know you, but I love you because I was you. I don't know you, but I love you because I was you. You're loved. No matter what situation you're going through right now, you're loved. And someone is praying for you. And you're reaching out. If you're listening to my podcast, knowing what it's about, you're reaching out. You're making that first step. So now just pray to God. Build a relationship. That's why it's called a relationship with God. The same way you focused on a girl you, were, you were, had a crush on, a boy you had a crush on. What did you do? You kept talking to them, texting them, uh, hanging out with them. Because you wanted to build a strong relationship. It's the same with God. Talk to Him, not only in the bad, but also in the good. Talk to Him. Build a relationship a strong foundation and I promise you as a living miracle as a living witness of what God can do he will answer you it may be on the radio you're listening to it may be on a billboard or a friend you're talking to they will confirm your answer of whatever you were asking God and it is beautiful it is incredible and I'm telling you now you have to have faith. You have to believe. So I ask you, please don't drink and drive. Please don't go out and do drugs. Focus on your family and your children. So many of us want our spouses to change. Either they're addicted to alcohol, drugs, or violence. Whatever the situation is, porn, cheating, or, uh, beating on them. And once they change, now you got to focus on yourself and say, what can I do to better my relationship now? 
my spouse or my significant other has changed. Now, what about me? What about me? You have to focus on yourself. You cannot change somebody if you're doing the same thing they are doing. Addiction is addiction. Whether it's not drugs, addiction is addiction. It could be alcohol. It could be porn. But if you're also an addict trying to change an addict, it's not going to happen. Change yourself. Love yourself enough to know your worth. That what you're doing is going to lead you to the grave or behind prison walls for the rest of your life. That's what you need to focus on. Yourself first and everything will fall into place. Please bow your heads. I would like to pray for you. First and foremost, Heavenly Father, I thank you for another day, Lord. I thank you for the Holy Spirit and for speaking through me, Father God, so that it may touch one of our listeners, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for everything I went through, Father God, in order to, to be here today and help bless another, Father God. For I am nothing but a mere vessel, Father God, for it's you that speaks through me. The Holy Spirit speaks through me, Father God. And for that, I'm grateful, Father God, to be used when I am nothing, Father God. We love you, Lord. Our listeners love you, Father God. And I ask that you please help them into a sobriety, Father God. Give them the courage they need to make that first step to sobriety, Lord. Help them to help themselves to help others, Lord. Heavenly Father, I ask that you lay your loving, healing hands on my listeners right now, Father God. I ask that no matter where they're at, Father God, they feel the warmth of your love, Father God. Oh, Heavenly Father. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I ask you, Father God, to please lay your loving hands on them, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask that the blood of Jesus be poured on them, Father God, as we speak, Lord. And healing begins to take place, Father God. Oh, Heavenly Father, I feel your presence, Lord. And for that, I thank you, Father God. I'm honored, Father God. I ask that my listeners feel your presence, Father God, and have a change of mind, Father God, and change their life for themselves, but first and foremost, for their children. Father God, I thank you. I love you. I magnify you. And in Jesus of Nazareth's name, amen. <laughs>